0: Hey, welcome to the podcast so today we're gonna to be talking about how we start our morning with our students I know it's cheesy but they say how you start your morning really matters but I have found that to be really really true so we're gonna jump in and we're gonna learn a couple of things that I found that really work really well with my kids and so hopefully you'll pick up some things that maybe you might want to use in your classroom this year let's get started Okay, so the first skill is not really anything life-changing. Most of you probably do it already, but I always meet my kids at the door. Now listen, I have a ton of things to do in the morning. Uh, I'm getting things ready at my desk. I'm getting things pulled up on the board, things like that. But I make it a point that when it's time to meet them at the door, I am right there at the door to meet them. It's important, I feel like it's, it's that first foot Uh, First chance to say hi to them, to give them a high five, fist bump. Uh, I'm teaching fifth grade this year, and so one of the skills I really want them to master is being able to give a good handshake. I think that that's a life skill that most kids are not taught, uh, but it could be the difference of you getting a job and not getting a job. And so this year, I will probably do handshakes. Um, As I do that, though, I'm looking them straight in the eyes and giving them the same thing that I expect back from them, but it also gives me a second to be able to spend a little relationship time there. You know, our students always tell us things like, Hey, I have a ball game tonight, or I'm going swimming at my dad's, or we're going out to eat or things like that throughout the day. And so I try to remember those things. So then in the morning I can ask those things, Hey, how'd your soccer game go last night? And it gives me just a moment to kind of catch up. Plus I'm able to kind of get a temperature for how they're feeling. Um, You can easily tell, are we tired? Are we excited? Are we worried? You can kind of see that on their face just by looking looking at them and getting a chance to interact with them. So it's a great relationship building moment that you can start your day with. So that's our first tip. Okay, so the second thing we're going to talk about is something that I've been using for years, and I actually learned about it probably within the first one to two years I started teaching. My principal, Took me to a professional development, uh, and I can't remember the lady at the moment, but it was one of the best professional developments I've had over all the years that I've taught. And she talked about using music to build relationships with kids, and most of her things were all about building relationship. But the music thing really latched on to me. I'm a huge music fan. Uh, I have a record player in my room. I'm constantly playing music for the kids. I have music all the time on everywhere. So this really spoke to me. And so she mentioned picking a song that would start the day and picking a song that would end the day and then always play those at the beginning and end of the day. Well, I did that for a while, but then I got to thinking, I want to play more than just one song every morning. And so I put together a playlist uh, using some people's playlists that had already been set up, I just added to it and made a playlist of all positivity songs. What's great about that is I know that I'm kind of secretly giving them messages about positivity as they're coming in, as they're setting up their bags, as they're getting things ready, um, and it's kind of just kind of earworming into their head. So what's really fun is that the first of the year I start playing this playlist, And I play it in order to start with. And so we start going through each one of the songs. And by the time I loop around and start playing the songs again, and normally we'll just hit random, they start singing along. And it's just this magical moment. I sing along too. We just have a little moment every morning. So as soon as we've done our handshake, as soon as they've entered into my room, the music is blasting, we're having a party. Um, I know for some people that may be a little bit too much. But if you, it is too much, then shift and go to something like smaller, like maybe some smooth jazz or something that's a little calmer for you. But I do suggest starting the day with music. I think that it's just a fun way to build a community with the kids. Um, I even just, are cost, I'm constantly looking for new songs to add to the list. Um, I have a coworker who also adds things to the list. And so it's kind of fun just to, Every once in a while, I play something new that they've not heard. But like I said, they love starting their day with music, and I don't really care that the volume's a little loud in the room. Uh, my kids, I train them at the first of the year to come in, um, and we put our bags up and we, you know, get our computers and all of those things. And those are things that we practice at the very first of the year. So as we practice those, I'm not got the music on. And so we're getting really good at that. So probably the first week or two, there won't be music. And then I'll start introducing music, you know, one or two songs at a time and explaining to them, you know, we're still supposed to come in and do what we're supposed to do. I have to have it pretty calm in my room except for the music. Uh, Because in the morning, I have a lot of things to do. And I don't know about you, but I always feel overwhelmed. There's the attendance to get done. There's the lunch count to get done. Um, There's trying to check for fundraising or or field trip money and things like that. So I always feel overwhelmed in the morning. So I need them to have a procedure where they come in, they get busy, and I'm able to listen to my music and kind of focus on that. Um, That's not that I don't answer their questions or anything like that, but it definitely does fill the room with some positivity and just really get us going in a positive direction to start our day. Now I mentioned in the last segment about training my kids in the mornings. So you will find that if you take a little bit of time in the front of the school year, maybe three days, four days if you got it, take that time and really train your kids as to what you want them to do in each procedure that you have. We don't spend enough time doing that. And what's interesting is if you think about the time that your kids really have it down and you know, you're know you're not having to remind them of anything, when is that? If you said end of the year, you're right. They're always ready and doing everything you want them to do at the end of the year. It's almost like I don't want these kids to leave because they already know what to do. And you know the next group's coming in and they're not going to have a clue what to do. So you kind of want to hold them back, but you can't. But anyway, what I'm saying is make sure you kind of pull that stuff to the very front of the the school year. So you will find me the first three days of school, I'm doing very little work because I'm doing more work on the behavior because I know that in the long run, that's going to build me some more time. So a couple of things that we do in the morning, like I said, we come in, they drop off their bags, if they have anything in folders or any monies or anything like that, I have a Um, little basket on the corner of my desk that they are putting those things in. I will go through them during my pullout schedule time uh, because I do not need to be dealing with that first thing in the morning. So that basket on the corner of my desk is a lifesaver for me. So they don't even kind of discuss it with me or anything. They just stick it there and I'll look through it. If I have questions, I'll ask them about it later. Then they go straight and grab their Chromebooks and they take those to their desk, and normally they are doing a couple of things, which I'll talk about in the next segment, but they are working on their work. Again, the music's flowing. I always have a morning meeting idea thing on the board, Uh, and I can honestly tell you I have not made that myself. Uh, I have a, there's a group on Facebook that I totally suggest you join. Um, If you use Bitmoji's in your classroom, you will love it. Uh, but they always have morning meetings. And there's several people who put together different ones for different grades. The one I'm using this year, I'm been, you know super excited to use because it has daily kind of things. So it has like theme days. And I really like that because the kids get used to it. So there's a day where they get to do drawing in the morning. There's a day where um, you know we're learning SEL kind of activities. There's a day where we're doing several different things. So I like that it it's not the same every single day. And they even have a spot for you to put your own Bitmoji there and, and share that out. If that's something that you're interested in, you definitely can reach me at bereese at bradleyschools.org. And I would be happy to send that to you uh, and share that with you. At, it's It was given to me free and they have shared it. So I don't mind to share it with you as, as well. But it is so much fun. For the kids to have that moment with you before the day gets going before you start lessons and things like that and so once they have finished their with they're normally working on a math program called rocket math once they have finished that then they will read a book or may have them doing something else on the computer but once um, our time rolls around for our morning meeting We shut down everything and we have that morning meeting. The morning meeting lasts anywhere from 10 to 15 minutes. So again, it's not a huge amount of time that you're going to have to take away from your day. In the next segment, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about morning work and the things that I use in my room to keep them busy in the morning. Okay, so morning work. I know a lot of people give kids like, you know, math pages in the morning Uh, daily practice pages, things like that. I I do that occasionally. Most of the time I do that whenever we're struggling on a skill. So in math or in reading, if we're struggling on a skill, that is the perfect time to give them something to get some practice in. And maybe after our morning meeting, we might go over it quickly or I may grade it quickly. Um, Not a grade for the grade book, but definitely something I can hand back to them so they can look over and see what they got wrong. I try not to grade morning work. And the reason I don't grade morning work is if you're like me, kids come in at all different times of the morning. Uh, This past year, I had a student who literally didn't come to school until five minutes before they were supposed to be here. And so for them to come in and try to get everything done, it just wasn't happening. And so for me to take a grade on that just wasn't fair for them. Now, a couple other things that I use in the morning, um, we use rocket math as a school here, and we, I really enjoyed it. We used it for the first time last year. Super program, great at keeping up for fluency and math. Another program I use, um, I use Epic Books. Epic Books are free books for you to use in your classroom. So kids can get on there and read. There are also audio books, and there's short learning videos on there. I actually have the videos turned off because I would prefer them to use that time as reading time. And so there's Epic Books. We also use um, a, it's like a coding app called Codable, but it's spelled with a K. So it's K-O-D-A-B-L-E. And it has these little fuzzy monsters that they have to get through mazes. Sometimes I'll let them work on that. Sometimes we work on Tinker. um, And Tinker is a program which is also coding, but they have weekly free lessons that you can use. Their cost of their program is rather expensive. So I always just rely on the weekly things that they send out. And I've not had any problems with those. You do have to teach the kids a little upfront about you know how, that, how it works, how they pull different things over to code whatever they're supposed to be doing. So you do have to do a little legwork on the front end, but the kids, once they get it, they love it. And so normally at Christmas time, they have like a, a snowflake building activity where they get to code a snowflake, which it draws itself. Um, In February, they had a heart competition, uh, drawing, uh, designing a heart that gets drawn with lines and things like that. So the kids really get into that and really enjoy that. I also, some days will have them just do reading uh, because that's always a great skill, a great chance to do. And this year I had some major readers and they begged for time to read. Um, So those are a couple of things that I use in my morning time to kind of get through the morning until it's time to get started on our morning meeting. All right, listeners, it's challenge time. So what I'm going to challenge you to do in this episode is I challenge you to sit down and think through how your morning flows. In other words, how what things are you doing What order are you doing them in? Find a way to make it more consistent and get those kids trained so that it makes it so much easier on you to get all the things done you need to get done in the morning. Now that's not the only challenge I give you today. I give you the challenge of also thinking through what are your feelings in the mornings. I know it's tough. I know teaching right now can be really really hard. And I know maybe getting up early is hard for you. Maybe there's things going on in life. But the thing is, is if you come in and you fake it till you make it, you get that positivity going in your room and it's gonna change the whole day. And I challenge you to think through, how do I greet my kids? How is the day starting off positive or negative? And what can I do to switch that and change that up? So, I'm challenging you to get out there, think through some things, pick up some of these things maybe that I've shared with you and use them. So now it's time to get out there and shine because you've learned everything you need to know to be a shining example of what it means to be an awesome, awesome teacher. Thank you for taking the time to listen to 15-Minute PD today. I sure appreciate you taking that time out of your day. I know as a teacher, it's super busy. You have tons of things to do. And for you to take the time to listen to this podcast, it blesses me in more ways than you have a clue. Um, if you want to get in contact with me, there are a couple of ways that you can reach me. You can email me at Reese at org. That's B-R-E-E-C-E at B-R-E-E-C-E bradleyschools.org also you can find me on twitter i'm there all the time you can find me at the handle of c-t-r-y-f-a-n-28 and that stands for country fan 28 because i'm a huge music fan so i would love to hear from you about maybe what you picked up from the podcast what you learned but i sure do appreciate you listening and thank you and have a wonderful day